blessings to all of you. My name is Pastor Gloria Boyce, and I want to welcome you all to the Billionaire Consciousness Expansion. We're going to have a Holy Ghost wonderful time in the Lord. Amen and amen. The subject matter this evening is called Unseen Blessings. Unseen Blessings. And I have a question I'm going to ask you. How much God contact do you have? How much God contact do you have? And as we're talking about the unseen blessings. Now remember, we're taking you on a journey, a journey to a different way of thinking, a journey where you don't ask God to send things to you, but a journey to show you how to press the things that is in you out. And we use the symbolism of the tree, we're using the grapevine, we're using all the things of nature to, to demonstrate how to push what's inside of you out but not to ask for things to come into you because it doesn't happen like that this evening I'm looking for four readers the first is John 4 verses 10 to 14 the second is John 14 verses 25 to 27 the third is Matthew 4 verses 2 to 4 and the fourth is Psalms 146 verses 1 to 3. Now if you find that there is some similarity in what I'm saying tonight, amen, yes there may be, but I want you to view it different. It's the same words, but we put in a different emphasis. It's extremely important that you understand that things don't come to you. It comes from you. you got to push that thing out. So we're going to give you some techniques and how to do that. And the minute you realize that everything comes from that Christ vine within yourself, you will start to see a shift in the kind of fruits that you bear. So, unseen blessings, how much God contact do you have? Amen and amen and amen. Now, as I said today, that which is outward and tangible and visible are the product of the invisible. That which is outside of you and is tangible mean you can touch it. And visible mean you can see it with your naked eye. Are the products of the invisible, of the things that you could not see. And this evening we're talking about unseen blessings. As you begin to realize this, you will judge your supply not by the stuff that you have acquired and all the dollars that you have but by how much God contact you have so tonight I'm asking you the question how much God contact you have I just want you to ponder on it I don't want you to really answer me I want you to ponder that question within yourself how much God contact you have amen and amen and amen so this evening we're talking about unseen blessings now we do not seek the world. We abide at the center of our own being. Behold the glory of God and let the world come to us. Now, Revelation 2 and 17 says, He that had an ear, let him hear. What the Spirit said unto the churches, To him that overcome will I give to eat of the of the hidden manner. So to him that overcome will I 
gift to eat the unseen blessings. He that have an ear, he that has an inner ear, he that have a spiritual ear, he can hear what is not audible. Let him hear. Let him hear what the Spirit say, not what I say, not what the book say, not what you would like to say to your neighbor, but what the Spirit say to him that, and to him that overcome, will I give to eat of the unseen blessings or the hidden manna. Now, the whole message of unseen blessings could be summed up in that term, hidden manna. How like that expression is to that other statement of the Master. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gave you. I give unto you. Not physical health or material wealth. A home or an automobile. Not anything that the world gave. But my peace. My peace is something that the world would not recognize if it came face to face with it and would not realize if it experienced it. My peace, a peace that comes not because the body is healthy or the purse is full, not because the home is happy or prosperous or joyous. No, no, no. My peace is a state of peace that is experienced within regardless of outside conditions, but which ultimately changes the outside conditions. Can, can you understand that? See if you could grasp this to me. My peace is a state of peace that is experienced within. You can't use no stimuli from outside to give it to you. You just have to recognize it within yourself. My peace is a state of peace that is experienced within, regardless of outside conditions, regardless of whatever challenges you're facing, but which ultimately changes the outside conditions. Here you have a hidden mystery. Peace such as the world gives, comes to you because of external circumstances or conditions. If you have more health or wealth, a bigger home or a longer vacation, that you may induce a temporary state of peace. But this good that comes to you from the external world today may be taken away from you tomorrow. My is different from that. My peace is an inflow and an outflow from, with, from within your own being. And so it is never dependent on anything. It is self-created, self-maintained, and self-sustained. My peace comes from a hidden spring within. And when it comes, the good that it brings will never leave you. That's my preamble. Alright, so let's go to the readers. We'll have the first reader. 
Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself? as did also his sons and his flock and herds. Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Here ended the reading of the word. Praise be to God. Next reader. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the word given, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hunger. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, commanded that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader. Praise he the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, will I praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God, while I have any being. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Now, in other words, with respect to the peace, the peace that is realized within will forever establish harmony in your outer world. The peace that is realized within will forever establish harmony in your outer world. This is the unseen blessing this is the hidden manner this is the meat to which the master referred when he said i have meat to eat that you know not of this was the hidden meat the spiritual meat when he said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of god he referred to that spiritual bread that spiritual supply that substance not 
to outer bread or outer circumstances. The world seeks peace, harmony, wholeness, and contentment. But it is seeking them from something that it first thinks it must acquire externally in the outer realm. True, it may even enjoy that peace, prosperity, and contentment as long as the particular circumstances or condition lasts. But usually, it loses satisfaction in what it has gained in the outer as if it were a toy, and soon it looks around for a new toy. Life becomes entirely different once you catch hold of the great truth that the word that proceeded out of the mouth of God is the substance of life and understand the meaning of those scriptures that is written. I have meat to eat that you know not of. If thou knowest the gift of God, who it is that said to thee, Give me to drink, thou would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Whosoever drink the water that I shall give shall never thirst. I am the bread of life. To him that overcometh, I will give of hidden manna. As we begin to see that which is outward and tangible and visible is but the product of that which is invisible, we will not judge our supply by how many apples we have or how many dollars we have or how many cars we have, but by how much God contact we have. Whatever good is to appear in our life must appear as the result of the activity of truth in our consciousness. I hope you're trying to understand what I'm saying. In other words, if our consciousness is the same tomorrow as it is today, we cannot expect any fruits tomorrow different from what we had today. In order to have a different experience tomorrow, there must be some kind of a different activities in your consciousness today. If you are to bring spiritual fruits into your experience, you must purge yourself of whatever branches you are holding on to that are dead. Get rid of it. You will not be able to enter the presence of God carrying your burdens with you. Hear me, somebody, please. I know how you've been trained to pray, but I know how you've been trained to... But just... If that will work for you, fine. But apparently, it's not working well enough. So just give my way this other revelation a try. You will not be able to enter the presence of God carrying your burdens with you. You will not come into the presence of God carrying with you any desire for God to do something, be something, or to get something for you. 
there has to be a purification of all human desires in realization of his grace. You must consciously make the sacrifice of everything external. You must surrender the past and the future. Surrender every desire for person, place, or thing, circumstances, or condition, even your hope for heaven. Surrender everything. The presence of God is within you. And it must be consciously realized. But it will never be realized by anyone who desires God for any purpose other than the realization of God itself. Everyone who has sought God and missed the way has missed it. Because he sought God for a reason. So if you sought God and, and you didn't get the success you're looking for, you missed it. It's because you sought God for a reason. You sought God for healing. You sought God for supply. You sought God for a home. You're, you're seeking him for happiness or for some other thing. God cannot be attained that way. Whoever put that nonsense in your head, get it out for me, please. God cannot be attained that way. God can be attained only in one way. Through a complete surrender of everything except the one desire to bask in that grace that is sufficient for you. Think what it would mean to have that grace. Think what it would mean to have the peace of the Christ. The peace my peace that the that the Christ can give unto you. Not the peace of the world, not health or money, not position, place or power, only spiritual peace. Think what it would mean if you could desire only my peace, the Christ's peace, with no thought of what it would do or what it would get for you. Only in proportion as you consciously do this within your own consciousness consciously let go and say that I do not want to live by bread alone I want my life to be lived by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God then the miracle will follow when you have divested yourself of material and human dependency such words as you and he and she will diminish and almost fade out of your vocabulary. No longer will you think so much about the you, the he, or the she from whom you are expecting so much. Now, as the needs arise in your experience, the first thought will be the Christ. From the Christ and through the Christ, will all good appear. From the Christ and through the Christ will all good appear. Not through you. Not through any he, she, or it. Only through the Christ. True, the Christ will appear as some human avenue. Your good can come to you through me. And my good can come to me through you. But mine will not come from you and yours will not come from me 
I will never look to you, and you will never look to me. I will look to the Christ of my being, and then the Christ of my being will appear as you. And you will look to the Christ of your being for truth. And today, that may appear as me. Tomorrow, it will appear as somebody else. But it will always be the Christ of your own being appearing to you. As less and less you personalize your good and the avenue through which your good is to come and let the Christ appear as whatever form is necessary to your experience at that moment, more and more you will find it will be so unto you. As you realize the Christ to be the source and the front of your good and consciously look to it, then will it flow. There are times when you may wonder, do I deserve this good? Am I worthy of it? Do I have sufficient understanding to receive it? Do I have time to do all the studying and the reading and the praying necessary for this good? And so I would like you to know that none of these is dependent upon anything that you may do. It is the pure activity of the Christ to which you open yourself. Nothing you can, nothing you can say or, or nothing can stay or nothing can stop. Let me put it. Nothing can stop God's hand. Not even your sins of omission or commission. Nothing. Hear me. Hear me somebody. For those of you who want to beat up on yourself for past mistakes. Nothing can stop God's hand. Not even your sins of omission or commission. Nothing you can do or even have done will prevent the flow of God. It is not dependent on how much reading, church going, studying, or how much meditating you do. All these are merely aids to open up your consciousness. That is the only function they play. God is not sitting around waiting for you to become good or spiritual or until you have read so many hundred pages of truth or meditating for so many hours. The Christ is the reality of your being now, right now. It is there waiting, but it is you who must let it in first by purging yourself of the belief that it is something outside of your being. Then secondly, by letting it flow through your realization of the omnipresence. If you believe for a second that your good is dependent on anything that you may humanly do or leave undone, you buy yourself from the flow of God. God itself is flowing forth infinitely. And the only barrier to fullness of its expression is in proportion as you might accept the belief 
that the good of your God is dependent upon what you do or left undone. Any spiritual activity in which you may engage in is not for the purpose of gaining the good of God. It is for the purpose of enabling you to learn how to open your consciousness to the inflow. That's why you're here. To help you open your consciousness to the inflow. Do not believe that you can either bring about the flow of God or prevent its flow. It is already full and complete within your your being awaiting your recognition of your fullness in Christ. Your sins, though your sins be scarlet, you are white as snow. Only do not go back. Do not sin again. Do not go back to the belief of a sense of separation for God, from God. Do not go back to seeking your good from outside. Because after you have learned that the kingdom of God is within you and that, you must let it in. You have to let it flow from the within to the without. If you then again go seeking it without, you create a deeper sense of separation than you have ever had before. Do not do it. Do not go back. Do not go back. Go and sin no more. Do not go back to bring hurt because somebody is not doing for you what you think he should. Forgiving you cooperating with you or recognizing your virtues do not go back to that lose them lose them forgive them and let them go you are alone with your God you are alone with your God being there are times when you are faced with the appearance of discord or in harmony or pain or lack or limitation and the temptation is to make a mental effort to indulge in vigorous thought thinking affirmation and denials in order to achieve peace and harmony now reverse that and whenever there's an appearance of discord relax make no mental effort remember that your good does not come to you by might or by power, but by the very gentle spirit. It does not come to you by you starving, by your efforts, by your thought taking. It comes to you from the depths of your being, in stillness, in quietness, and in confidence. You are not to try to achieve a healing. You are to be still and let the still small voice take over. You are to let the spirit descend upon you. Rest, rest right now in the midst of the disease, in the midst of lack, in the midst of discord, in the midst of inharmony that is disturbing you. Rest and relax. My grace is sufficient for thee. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Why struggle as if you have to to hold on to me? Why struggle 
as if you have to seek me and search for me. I am in the midst of thee, closer than breathing and nearer than your hands and feet. If you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more do I, your heavenly Father, know? Do not struggle for them. I will give them to you. I will give you water. Do not lower buckets for it. Do not strive. I will give you water. You be still. Let me feed you. Let me satisfy your thirst. Let me, at the center of your being, be the healing influence of the healing Christ. Do not try to make your mind or your thoughts the healing Christ. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways. Why do you not give up your thoughts and give up your ways? Let my thoughts take over. You just rest and listen to me. The still small voice at the center of your being. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Even in the valley of the shadow of death, I'll be there. You will never know death. You will never die. Why? Because I give you living water that spring up into life everlasting. And so, if you are listening for my still small voice, if you are resting in my everlasting arms, if you are relaxing in me, if you are letting every word that proceeded out of my mouth feed you, maintain and sustain you, you will never die. I have never known a righteous man to beg bread. What is a righteous man? Only he who rests in his union with me. Rest then in the contemplation of my love and my presence. My spirit is with you. My presence goes before you. In my father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. I do. Stop thinking then. Stop. Stop. Stop fearing and stop doubting. Stop trying to hang on to sentences and words and affirmations and deniers. Let go. Rest in my bosom. Rest in my arms. I, your heavenly Father, know that you have need of these things. And it is my good pleasure to give them to you. Not to make you struggle and strive for them. Not make you or, or, or threaten you for them, but give them to you through grace. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. You can do all things through me, the Christ of your being. Let the Christ be the avenue through which you are fed, clothed, housed, and comforted, healed, protected, maintained, and sustain. Whenever an appearance of discord comes upon your horizon, relax more, rest more, be more at peace in the assurance of the divine presence within you. Trust the eye, trust the Christ at the center of your being. Believe that there is a presence who only function is to bless you. Please believe that there is a presence whose only function is to bless you, to be a benediction to you, 
and to be the instrument of God's grace. Trust it. Put not your trust in princes, but believe only in God. Do not live by bread any longer, at least not by bread alone, but by every word, every promise of scripture, which must be fulfilled in you. Whether thou go it, I will go. To him that will overcome, will I give to eat of hidden manna. That manna is hidden within you. That unseen blessings is within you. It is invisible to the world, unknowable to common sense, incomprehensible to human beings. It is hidden from the world. Where is it hidden? In the depths of your own being. Take your attention away from men and women of the world. Take your dependency and faith away from people of the world and the circumstances and conditions of the world. And remember only this. Deep down within you, there is a meat that the world does not know. There are untapped springs of water and hidden manna. And all of this is embodied within your own being. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I hope you get something from this.